They've got a hot one for you. That's hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, you're hot. Oh, that's hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Now, the hot story, hot take. Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, yeah, this one caught my eye today, and I really wanted to talk talk about this, this story. Langley Township Council voted uh, earlier this week to explore separating the RCMP from the shared force between the township and Langley City. The motion passed on Monday, but it does not commit to the move, but will allow staff to look at potential costs uh, and procedures. The idea has the support of the township mayor, uh, Eric Woodward. Uh, uh, here he is uh, speaking to Global BC earlier today i think it will potentially benefit both municipalities in the long run in the short run it it it, you know benefits the township of langley to really consider this because the police facilities um the detachment uh, buildings are located within the township of langley mostly and so the the cost for us the disruption to us is very minimal and we're growing at such a rapid rate compared to our neighbor that we need the space uh, now, I understand some of the arguments that uh, the township mayor uh, is making, and I, and I do understand the issue of growth. Uh, but this this one stuck with me. Just The conversations we're having, we're, we've been having this conversation in Surrey, and it's already been incredibly frustrating the last uh, three years, uh, listening to what has been uh, transpiring in that city. And that continues. Take a listen to my conversation yesterday with Brenda Locke. Now, much of that was on uh, her in Ottawa talking about infrastructure and uh, big city mayors getting together. But near the end of the interview, I did ask a few questions on the Surrey Police Service. And, of course, she talked about the fact that a report is being prepared by the by, by Christmas time. It'll be done, uh, presented for a council. And then, of course, it'll go to the Solicitor General uh, in mid-January. And I did ask, well, if you're doing all that, which is really about do you stop the Surrey Police Service and, and, and uh, stick with RCMP, I'm going to assume the Surrey Police Service, as this is going on, will uh, stop hiring temporarily. Take a listen. And to confirm, you've told the Surrey Police Service to uh, stand down on new hirings at this particular point, and, and are they doing so? Uh, it, we did ask them to do that, and no, they are not. All right, so that, uh, that, that, I guess, is one more issue that we'll have to discuss. Uh, it, it does go on and on, uh, Your Worship, and I, I look it, forward to... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say you're absolutely right, Jazz. This has been a, a very um, unique exercise for all of us and, and uh, challenging, too, for not just for the people that are doing the work that I'm doing, but it's for the people on the ground. I feel sorry uh, that we're going through this for the members of the SPS and for the RCMP. This is uh, challenging for everybody. That's Brenda Locke, uh, the uh, mayor of Surrey. Now, let's put aside the, the, the soap opera that is Surrey just for a moment. 21 mayors, 21 councils, 21 police chiefs, 21 fire chiefs. This region is balkanized in regards to its governance and policing. And let's just talk about policing just for a moment. We should not be having this conversation in Surrey or, for that matter, Township of Langley and the City of Langley. We have to start thinking bigger than that. We have to start talking about regional policing. We have to look at what other jurisdictions are doing in other communities in Canada. But somehow here, we continue to go down this road, this petty, the petty politics that you see. You saw it in Surrey. And yes, I see growth in Langley Township, but that's not the conversation. In many ways, I think this is where the provincial government has to play a much more significant role. And perhaps it may not be a priority today. Maybe it's four years from now, but we have to get to a point 
where we start fundamentally talk about regional policing. And it cannot just be about Langley Township feeling it needs its own detachment and wants to uh, get away from little Surrey, uh, Surrey, uh, city of Langley. It can't just be the constant fighting in Surrey. We're heading in the wrong direction. We truly are. Joining me now to talk about this, is uh, it's got me going, so I wanted to talk to our next guest because he knows this subject. Well, Kashid is former West Vancouver Police uh, uh, Chief. He is a former BC Solicitor General, and he's the City Councilor in Richmond. He joins us now. Hi, Cash. Hi, Jazz. Hi, sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I saw this today and it kind of set me off a little bit. I just, I, and I understand why the township's doing it in the city and I, and I know the challenges of Surrey, but do you sometimes listen to this and just sort of shake your head? It's like, where are we? It's the third decade of the 21st century and we're still talking about these little fiefdoms. Well, I've been talking about this for over 25 years and I haven't thrown up my hands yet and says it's inevitable, it's not going to change. What you're seeing in Langley, what you'll see elsewhere, what you're seeing across Canada, these are symptoms of a broader problem that we have to recognize. And one is that our public services are not held to account the way we expect them to be. They're not as efficient as we expect them to be. They're not as effective as we expect them to be. Now, you're, uh, you laid out the balkanized approach. You laid out the amount of mayors, the amount of uh, uh, public services available in this area. Could you imagine, Jazz, if we looked at our transit system in this fashion, if we looked at our water system, our sewage system, all of those in this balkanized attitude approach of not wanting to change where we would be right now. We are not divided by mountain ranges, massive lakes or open country. We are divided by laneways, and we have this ongoing rhetoric that comes not only from the local politicians, it comes from so-called police leaders in this area that are just resistant to so many changes. We're in the 21st century, we're operating like we're in the 19th century. We need to change this, Jazz. So I understand your frustration, and I know you're very passionate about this because you and I have talked about this for so much over the past 30 years. Um, should are the RCMP be in policing at all, like the traditional policing rule, the RCMP, the contract policing, or, does, or do they have to be reimagined as well? I think you're going to see a pendulum swing back to what they were meant to be, and they were meant to be a federal force. If you look at the Constitution Act and you realize that the responsibility for policing within the provincial boundaries is the provincial government, and we have to come back to that. And the RCMP were meant to be a federal role. They took over contract services. They were just supposed to be for a limited period of time until other agencies were able to catch up. We've gone beyond that. We've gone to this uh, costly contractual service for example in bc we spend over two billion dollars in policing yet we've never done an audit on how much we spend in policing but it's not meant to be but if we bring it back if if we're looking for those contemporary solutions to this problem it lays on the lap of the provincial government because under the police act they're responsible for policing they delegate it down to local governments through that act, but they are actually in charge of it. Yeah, I mean, governments have uh, so much uh, to worry about every day. In, in this new cabinet that's been announced today, we've got housing and affordability challenges, mental health and addiction, all those challenges. At what point do you have a government that says, 
we're going to take this on and we're going to move ahead with a Metro Vancouver police force and we're going to actually have a BC police force as well. I mean, how far away do you think we truly are? Because I can't see this particular government two years away from the election tackling this issue. How far away are we to, to, to actually getting to that point? Uh, we're uh, a long ways away. <clears throat> but let me come back to when I was in Victoria, and this was part of the problem because I hit the resistance to change, is we were looking at a model which created the B.C. Provincial Police Service. We were looking at metro areas, one being Metro Vancouver, the other being the capital region, and the other being the central Okanagan, where you've got those dense populations where we would have that unified police approach to the particular problems. And again, other rural communities Communities could contract their police services through the BC Provincial Police Service. Things, this brings the accountability right back to British Columbia and takes it away from Ottawa. But I hit so much resistance, not only from local politicians, but certainly from, as I mentioned, police leaders who are resisting any changes to the police model. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Surrey, the, the Surrey Police Service, uh, Surrey RCMP, from day one, I, I stayed away from picking sides on this. My number one goal is always just be transparent. What are the costs? for this transition, what it would look like. And that's always been the challenge. And I think some of that's coming out now. Um, but in your mind, uh, does it matter if it goes back to our CMP or Surrey Police Service? Because it, it would seem to me that the provincial government actually has to drive this, not just in Surrey, but for the metro region, rest of this province. The the, the, the debate in Surrey is almost a, a sort of a, a soap opera, but it's not the number one issue we need to be worrying about. No, the number one issue we need to be worrying about is creating safe environments, safe communities, protective services. You know, Surrey went through uh, their divisive uh, uh, debates going forward during the election. They were worried about the color of the uniform when they should have been worried about the public safety in that community. If you look at the uh, crime index, you'll see that's the most dangerous place in Canada over the last six months. Those are the issues, Jazz, and you're right. That's what we should be talking about, how we can create those safe communities, not the color of the uniform. Well, if you're a betting man, what do you think is going to happen in Surrey? Well, I, uh, I'll tell you what I think should happen because this is costing the taxpayer multi, multi millions of dollars. I think the provincial government needs to show some leadership here and deliver change to policing. And that change is bringing back some local accountability to Surrey, and that's through the Surrey Police Service. I think at the end of the day, unfortunately, it won't be a decision based on what's best for the people that live, work, and play in Surrey. I think it's going to be a political decision at the end of the day. And I think the NDP are going to look at that when they make that decision. Yeah, and I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I think, um, it, and that's the challenge. I think the provincial government has to always drive this change. When, the minute you, you hand it over to one municipality or one council, this always transpires. It has to be a senior level of government, and, 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 and Surrey is a classic example of how things should not uh, have been handled, that's for sure. Uh, Cash, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Really appreciate it, and uh, always look forward to having you on the show again because uh, this issue is not going away, and as the city continues to grow and things become even more complex in regards to law enforcement. Uh, it is an issue that <laughs> that will be front and center, that's for sure. Thank you so much. All the best, Jazz.